0: Welcome to Trust Your Body podcast. We will discuss themes from embodiment to mental health and explore how enhancing trust and building the relationship you have with your body will guide you towards finding the answers that you seek. I'm your host, Anthony Claffey, and I will interview people from various walks of life to share their knowledge and wisdom they have gained on their personal journeys. We will share how you can learn to listen to your body, understand what it's saying, and by learning to trust it, you can transform your life. So Ella, we've been working together for just over a year now online um, and I asked you to come on so we could, I'm very interested in your insight about you, your history, the process you've been, what it's like being working online, what it's like going from um, taking the Anatomy motion Wake Your Body Up series and then moving on to working with me and how that process kind of has evolved for you.
1: Okay. Okay, so I'm forty years old. Um, I'm an artist by profession, and I'm a mum. And I have had chronic pain um, for for over ten years, really, and that's that's mostly been in in my upper back. Um, but it's it's moved about throughout my body. It's it's kind of changed over time, and I have been to an awful lot of doctors and tried an awful lot of um, therapies um, to try and kind of fix um, the discomfort. I mean, it's had a big big impact on my life over time. I've even sort of, at one point, was reducing the hours which I was working and changing the way in which I was working to try and live around the fact that my body just wasn't really working very well anymore. so I I never really got anywhere through this process of um, X-rays, MRIs, um, chiropractors, Pilates, um, <laughs> yoga, so many different things that I've tried, and um, I ended up with a a, um, a diagnosis of unexplained musculoskeletal pain, and. Um, ended up on painkillers for quite a long time as well. I took quite strong painkillers for, I think, three or four years, and they ended up really um, stuffing my system up. They were having some bad side effects um, psychologically and really not very good physically as well. I was getting very tolerant. So I made the decision to come off those painkillers and to to sort of try and re-engage in a more a more natural um, route to healing my body. Um, I I think I had been feeling for quite a long time, quite sort of unhelpable. Um, Although I did meet some really nice practitioners along the way, um, the results never really seemed to stick, even if I did get some relief. And so you, you end up feeling a little bit like you're going crazy, like it's it's all in your mind and that people can't really help you. Um, But when did I start working with you? Yeah, about a year ago. My mum had been aware of um, Gary's work. And she'd said this to me some time ago, actually, when I wasn't living in the UK, I was living in Australia. And it it sort of, I'd absorbed it, but I hadn't done anything with it. Um, and then I came around to thinking about it again, and I watched a little bit of um, his stuff online, and I, I liked the philosophy. The philosophy made sense to me, although I didn't completely understand it, um, and I purchased the Wake Your Body Up course, and I worked through that, and that, that's, a, that's a huge amount of material in that course. Um, and I enjoyed doing it. Um, but the problem I was having was that um, I couldn't I couldn't work through all of that material um, daily. And that that's not the intention of the course, but I couldn't really seem to identify which parts were going to be most relevant to me and um, whether I was using them correctly. So um the way that that online course kind of gave me a, a, a loose a broad understanding of what the philosophy is about and it kind of got me interested in in what I was doing um, and that's when I started working online with you um, and then a whole mind shift started to sort of take place about what what this therapy um, means and it's very different to everything else that I've engaged in before. Um, so yeah, there was quite a sort of seismic shift of the, the way I approached it. Yeah.
0: Was was um, e- even the kind of transition to being online, was was that daunting or?
1: Yeah, I couldn't, well, um, not, not daunting, but I think I just, I couldn't really, I didn't have any reference points for how that could work mm-hmm. um, because everything else I'd done, before sort of uh, kind of like diagnosis things like MRIs and X-rays had been hands-on therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I just couldn't really see how it was gonna work. And I do, I clearly remember in our first session, I was you know just sort of open to it, but no idea how it was gonna work out. And you said, okay, this is what we're gonna do. And um, it's probably gonna be quite fun. And I just thought, really? I could, And it was. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was really kind of fun. It, it kind of evolved to be, what it's evolved to be when we get online and work together is kind of um, a little bit like problem solving and it's really collaborative. And yeah, um, yeah it is actually.
0: Yeah, I told you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't believe you. I really yeah.
0: didn't. I, I think it's very much... Um, it's not me working on you. It's me working with you. Um, and there's a lot of en- engagement in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I do definitely see you more now as kind of, and this wasn't how it was at the beginning, but now I see you more as a mentor. Mm-hmm. So while I'm tuning into myself. I'm working on me. Then I'm coming to you for guidance about what to do with the things I'm finding and you're coming back to me with a kind of try this, try that, let's look at it from a different angle. Um, Yeah, so, and and I think that has helped me a lot because I think a lot of the things I have engaged in before have been, that is one reason I found it helpful. I'm doing these things because I want to be pain-free and I want to feel better. But human nature is such when you're doing these things because you have to do them, you're never that motivated to do them or your motivation starts up here and then you're like and and you need those wins as well you need you you need to be interested it needs to work for you you need to be engaged and you need the wins and um i was getting those wins and it didn't happen for me overnight it, it, it wasn't one day I was in a lot of discomfort and the next I was pain-free. I think sometimes that can happen for people. Everyone's kind of um, journey with it is quite different, but it hasn't been like that for me. For me, it's more been like a a gradual unwinding, mm-hmm. but significant little wins along the way that have kept me invested. Um, and I I... It, it is hard to describe the work that um, you do with this therapy, but I think of it a little bit like the <laughs> that my body was like this kind of tangled ball of wool. And I'm kind of tugging at little bits and sort of unwrapping um, little adaptations and undoing little compensations um, bit at a time. And once you start seeing that it is coming undone and that things are working better it gives you you start to build faith in that process Mm -hmm. um and even now i my body is in a much more comfortable and efficient state and the way i move um is really very different to how i moved a year ago but i am not without discomfort i still have days where um it's, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable, but the days are a lot less. And one of the things is I, I've kind of got faith that ultimately I'm going to be able to get myself into a good spot. And I also have a bit of a toolkit now for, for changing the way my body feels on a daily basis. Whereas before I would have this pain and God, I'd try stretching this way or, you know, um, exercising another way. Building core strength was the thing I was um, advised to do a lot. um, But nothing would give me immediate relief. And now I do have things that even, you know, if the pain returns in the short term, there's things that I can do to shift it and change the way that my body is is moving right now.
0: That was part of you having to learn how to do that. Like learn yeah. to listen to your body, so that it, I, I think when we, I think we all come from a, a space of um, an external. If something's wrong here, we externally try and do some whether it's stretch it, poke it, foam roll it, uh, yeah. whatever, instead of looking inwards and seeing what it's saying. And and I, I I found the work of anatomy emotion, is a way of looking from inside out, and. The, yes. Gary's model is a model of how it all interacts, and by yeah. us learning to learn what our own system moves and feels like, I I see it like the body speaking, and it's it's telling me, um, and so I tell other people, and I'm looking at them. I'm actually looking at all of the information, and I don't see problems; mm. I see answers. So I see a yeah. like human Rubik's cube, and the Rubik's cube is a closed yeah. system. The body is and a closed I, system. Yeah.
1: That, that describes really nicely, actually, how, you know, I was describing a, a change in mindset and that and that describes it really, really well that you're moving from, for me, quite a kind of a stressed and fear-based mindset where I'm just thinking all the time, how the hell am I going to do this, this, this in my life when I am feel like I'm walking up mountains every day because... Yeah. I'm in pain and it's hard not to be um, stressed in that situation. Um, and it was a process of moving away from that mindset and into more of a curiosity, problem solving mindset and really calming down <laughs> and listening. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> it was, it was hard. I think oh, yeah. I was just like, right, come on, I want to get this fixed. Um yeah. get this fixed and also wanting to be fixed I'm in that mindset where I go and present myself to somebody and I pay them money and hopefully they fix me Mm -hmm. and this therapy isn't really like that it's more that you are learning a skill about how to quieten down listen to the information that your body is giving you and and fix it or or heal it yourself yeah and that's really exciting when you start to see how that process actually works it's exciting and it's it's empowering too because you're not giving your power over to somebody else yeah and and it it feels a little bit like magic um when you get those those first wins
0: yeah yeah I I I still think there there is some magic in it um there's there's parts of it that I don't understand but I know it's possible because I see all the time and I've experienced it uh continually over the last well this is what year six now and um Mm. when I when I try and make logic of it Eric the human body does everything for us anyway breathes for us pumps our blood it's awake and alive 24 hours a day for the rest of our life It's doing everything all the time. It grows babies, grows our hair, nails, all of it. Yeah. And then we've got
1: to trust it.
0: Yeah. um, And we think we're smarter than it. We're not.
1: Well, I think that is really true that it is a real combination of kind of um, intuition and analysis. Mm -hmm. You are using that critical analysis side of your mind. Um, You're observing you're trying to kind of join up dots with the models that you know, but at some point you've just kind of got to go, well, I feel like maybe this could help, or I'm interested in exploring this and you've just got to follow your gut.
0: Yeah. I, I, um, I, I've boasted about you uh, to a few other people. And I I said to them that I now speak to you about this work in the same manner I would speak to someone else who's taken the course. Even though you haven't taken the material, I use the exact same language with them as I do with you, and that. Well, I do. I, I feel like a student. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where we get to. I think we all end up becoming a student of our own body, and then our own body yeah. teaches teaches us the model, which is the the flow mm. motion model, and it, and it's teaching us the map. And yeah, you can go to, to the course and be taught by Gary, and he'll he'll give you the the, the map on taper but the map in here has a, a different uh, experience and learning ability in it and yeah so for me as as someone who is, is is a body worker i go and get the material and then i have it in here mentally that i understand it and then i have to understand it in here the whole lot yeah. of me um yeah so then this our own body becomes our greatest teacher to actually understand everything that yeah. happens and then you get to, yeah.
1: to but it's yeah. a whole brain process, isn't it? It's both kind of m- modes of learning coming in. And yeah. um, it, it, it's, it's a very, the philosophy is kind of beautifully simple yeah. in many ways, but the application of it and the understanding of it is complex.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it, I think I probably first started only shifting into that kind of, I'm learning a skill here mindset, after a few months of working with you, the first few sessions just felt like, well, I'm just following what Anthony is saying and I'm kind of really pleased and baffled that things seem to be changing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it took me a lot longer to really start kind of inhabiting the whole idea.
0: I, I, I think that's that's no I think that's the process for all of us like even mm. I've people who've had much larger uh, body work backgrounds and I have have gone to anatomy emotion and, and then they've kind of said wow, there's there's so much detail in this even though it's so simple even though they have a wealth of knowledge um yeah and I, I don't think that we we naturally look at movement that way and how our body moves because most of us come from a uh like you said earlier before we 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 recorded this is that um the the gym idea of it's push and go hard and and, and it's fine in a gym environment but um Mm -hmm. like say for example just walking walking is quite a soft and subtle movement it's pretty much Mm -hmm. it should be effortless um and and looking at movement in, in different variables one has a place when it's in a gym environment and I want to lift something yeah. heavy or do X, Y, and Z and everyone needs exercise. But then we're looking at movement anatomically. The anatomical yeah. movement can be different. That's where I think yeah. the detail is.
1: And and I think definitely that I found that to be so true. And I I can't remember whether you prompted me with this or or whether it you know I prompted myself with it, but You encouraged me to stop. I I kept saying my exercises, my exercises. And did you suggest to me, did you put it, you sowed the seed, didn't you? You Try to think of those movements. And that shift in thinking increased the effectiveness of what I was doing by a lot. Because rather than something that I was trying to motor through, squeeze into my day and get done, at some point it crystallised in my mind, It's it, this is about the quality of the movement. It's about making slow and very intentional movements and really observing. And I don't think I dedicate, I'm not in a position to dedicate a huge amount of time to this daily because my daughter's really at that super demanding age where she wants me to be present all the time. Um, so it's quite hard to sort of access that um, mind space. But I, I probably only need to do 10 to 15 minutes concentrated work. But if I don't do it from the mind, right mindset and I'm doing it from that, I'm just going to get through it um, so I can feel better. It, it doesn't work in the same way. No. I actually no. don't get the results. No.
0: Um, I was working in person yesterday, which is a, a rare experience uh, nowadays. And, and I said to the, the person, I said, I'm kind of more like a detective. And I, and I spend most of my time telling people to slow down um, and feel the movement instead of trying to make it move. Yeah. And I just, for, for that particular person, I was given the pressure in their feet as, as a reference. And I said, if you're doing this, you should actually feel the pressure travels. Whereas if you'd done it from an exercise standpoint and I, I got, I got the person to feel this, um, it, it was a push and an end stop and like a forcing of pressure and the pressure then meets the ground and says, no, I, I can't let you go anymore. You're, you're in my way. Whereas when we looked at it from following the movement in a softer manner, the movement was a continuational movement. And, I, and those differences are actually worth feeling. So I know, mm. I now had to learn to tell people feel this, get your reference, feel this, get your reference. This is, uh, understand what both of them are because I want this one. And I think this is the one where you listen and tune in. And like Mm. you were saying, you do 10 or 15 minutes. I could do one minute now. And Mm. it can be very, very subtle. And it may just be all I need for that day. And then a different day, I may spend a half an hour or something. It's more like a hobby to me than anything else. Um, I see it now the same as drinking water, going to sleep or eating vegetables. It's part of yeah. how I look after myself. Um, and, and it's become a, a very big hobby that I actually just like to go quiet in my body and see what it does.
1: And it has, I think, the slowness of it and the care that you have to take with it has good Um, effects in terms of well-being as well I I found that it's you know like it forces me to slow down and do that listening and I I, I think it was years of doing sort of Pilates and yoga and stuff where um, I did come to you with that mindset of am I doing this right You know, does my shoulder need to be here? Do I, am I, you know, because you're sort of told to adopt um, particular positions and moving away from that and into the idea of what, where is my body in space and why is it doing that? Why is it choosing to do that? Um, It's trying to be the most efficient it can, but it kind of needs debugging. Um, and, and and I think I, I found, I, I don't know whether this will resonate with anyone else that has, has done this therapy, but I think there's some interesting parallels with any work that people have done psychologically. Mm-hmm. And I have done quite a lot of that style of work and it's a, a very similar process. It's it's more about the start of the process is observation. Well, what are you doing? And before you even really are trying to change anything, you're trying to understand what patterns you're in. Mm-hmm. And similar to how our body adapts, we make these kind of little psychological adaptations as we go through life with our behaviours and emotions that maybe service at the time. Mm -hmm. But we end up sticking with them, the brain kind of reroutes and we get stuck with this, um, these old programs that we, you know, aren't really serving us anymore. And if you can kind of go back in and listen to what's happening and sort of embrace your full range of emotions and pass through them, then you kind of end up finding your own center which is strikes me as being kind of similar to the physical work because you're like trying to open up regain that full range of movement yeah and when and when you do you naturally kind of end up in a more balanced place so i i i I found that very interesting that it's kind of echoed work that i've done in the past um on my brain
0: yeah i totally agree um gary i i always remember uh the first time i'd done the course and gary talked about the, the the spectrum of movement and how here's one end range and here's the other and it's always passing through and it's yeah. always passing through center and center isn't this static neutral position it's actually passing through it's center for a fleeting moment other end and, and again the opposite way and it's no different to uh, our emotions we have eight opposite ends of the spectrum uh, nervous system either end of the spectrum it's always passing back and forth when it requires access to them so if i'm going to run down to the road i'm going to need to be ramped up to use lots of energy and my nervous system will ramp itself up and after i've done it and i'll come back down and i'll just go Ooh, back to normal again whatever normal is for me and my i used i told people that years ago it felt like my body was in chains. Like it was just, everything was really stiff and rigid and people say to always telling me now I'm very calm. <laughs> so, yeah. You don't know what I was like. It, like I'd say I, I was at my worst in my early twenties and that that's when it was like that. And I was very, um, I'd say I was quite aggressive and just, you know, the smallest thing would just set me off and, uh, <laughs> but this is what, this is what everything felt like. Um And, and, I just saw myself when 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 Gary started explaining the spectrum of movement. I saw myself at this end, all the way over there. Um, yeah. In many May, stuck at one end of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, and I and I didn't know where the other end was. Um. And so it's starting to do this work, like I see it as a, a way of liberation, liberating the system, and it makes more space, more blood and oxygen can move around. Uh, and that idea that you just open a space and then this system can do whatever it needs to do to irrigate itself, because that's what it does anyway. So, so now I've, my body has changed a hell of a lot. Um, so yeah. have I. And now I come across as the calm person and so on. But that other end of the spectrum is still there whenever I need it. Um, you know, but, but now I'm able to explore my ranges and not be just left at one end and yeah, headbutting the wall.
1: Yeah, they serve a purpose, but you kind of need to move freely in and out of them. And if you kind of shut down any particular range of emotions, because it hasn't been helpful to you for some reason in the past, then you you get stuck at the other end, it goes somewhere, there's kind of got to be this natural energy flow Mm -hmm. um, through the emotions in the way that you have to in in your body. Um, And I suppose that that's just a kind of I know you share that insight and I, I don't know whether that would make sense to anyone else. But I intellectually, I find the philosophy makes a lot of sense to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though it's taken me quite a while to understand how to go about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I still wonder about it. And the, the longer it goes, the, the, the deeper my thinking goes on. Um, where I see the work and its impact on me and the relationships I start to see in nature and in the world around us and human behavior and all of those elements seem to be all intertwined Um, So you have to ask the question what are we really doing and and I, I think the work it just allows us to be able to negotiate and have a conversation with our own body and let let it be the guide to navigate whatever we need to do to help it become more organized and make things easier for us.
1: Yeah, it's like it inherently kind of wants to heal you, if you can kind of slow down and listen to it. I, I'm very aware that I've had some kind of interesting temperament changes as well since starting this work and I, I'm like oh I you know like I'm not very sciencey, I'm arty but I'm very interested in mm-hmm. in things even though like I can't talk massive science but I'm really interested and I sort of wish that someone had done a brain scan of me before I started and after because I literally think the left and right hand side of my brain are talking to one another more efficiently which is kind of what happens, I think, during meditation. You're building better pathways and your brain starts to work more efficiently. So there's something extraordinary that happens in this process. Um, but, you know, it, the most important thing is it's, it's effective.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I, I, I often joke that um, I became a student of anatomy emotion. It's all for me. And even though I get paid to work with other people, it's still for me. Um, and I don't yeah. mind being selfish about that because I'm actually putting me first. Um,
1: it, it, that's What's so good about it? Like, yeah. that's what I. That's why it's worked for me is because I actually find this fun. Yeah. If I wasn't getting huge benefits and I wasn't enjoying it, I just wouldn't stick with it. Yeah. yeah. I just wouldn't be able to invest. So... Um, yeah
0: yeah that's cool that's why I asked you on the call that's why I love working with you um and like I've gotten so much from working with you online because you were the first person I've ever worked with over a long duration through a screen that I've never seen in person yeah. at all um and that, that's that process for me has been amazing of how I have to go about the work
1: yeah I should I should think it has really challenged your brain um as well as your eyes at a lot a lot of points. But it, it, it's surprising how much you are able to pick up so much um, through the screen. And I was really, I felt really happy. We had a conversation at one point where you said, look, I mean, if we were in person, there are certain parts of this journey that would have been a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I just would have kind of been able to kind of physically move your body around in front of me. And, and get to the result, the end point quicker. And I would have done that because you would mm. have been there. But when you're working online, that isn't an option. And so the um, kind of the emphasis becomes on you finding the right words for me to do it yeah. for myself. And in the long run, although it's not the quickest route, I'm likely to have learned more because I can't take that shortcut of you yeah. just kind of doing it for me yeah
0: um
1: so it's it's in a way it's got its benefits
0: yeah um that's the one uh one of the things that I think is is more advantageous about being online than in person is that it's actually harder for you um but you end up learning more which then ultimately means mm. it's more beneficial for you long term because you yeah. end up getting a, a you actually have to be able to understand what I'm saying in order to be able to do the work, which means you actually yeah. have to end up understanding your own body. Now, obviously it's my that's job right. to explain it and, and guide it, but um, I'm 100% relying on, on your information. Um, yeah. And so that's why I've, I've said to people, um, Ella hasn't done this course, but I can speak to her about shifting a pelvis, pronating the foot, supinating the foot, uh, extending a knee, all these anatomical languages. And you, and you go, yeah. And, and yeah. so then your insight back to me is, yeah, my femur is doing this. And my tibia is doing this. And like this, this lady hasn't done any anatomy, but she knows all of this stuff. That's what blows me yeah. away is that your level of insight is phenomenal now.
1: So, and, and, and I'm sure that is a product of the fact that I couldn't take the easy option because I'm always about the easy option. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I can, um, but I've been forced down this different path and it's, yeah, it's, it's been super fun, hasn't it? Um, It's, it's an addictive process. And I, I think if I could, if I could sort of talk to myself back at the beginning of this process, I do wonder whether one of, you know, it was a bit serendipitous, I think, because um, I've been living with my mum during lockdown and, she's been able to give me a lot of childcare and it's possibly given me an opportunity that in the pace of normal life, I wouldn't have had. And that's enabled me to, to stick with it. And I think if I maybe had been in my, my regular day-to-day life, I wonder whether I would have hung in there for long enough to have made that shift. And I, I sort of would be keen to um, explain to people that this does feel really baffling for quite, for me, for quite a long time. And, and luckily it's, um, you do get very curious about it because these kind of little magical things happen. So there's, you know, there's rewards and there's there's reasons to stay interested. Um, but for me, I didn't need to stick, I didn't need to hold in there for quite a few months. Mm-hmm before I started to um, really get my head around things. So if possible to have a bit of faith in the process and a lot of things will not make sense for, for quite a long time. And then you get these lovely kind of days, like when you're learning any skill, it's the same with, with painting, you're working, working, working. And then suddenly you get these moments where um, what, you know, intellectually and what you can do, physically crystallize and you kind of go up a level and things start to to make sense and um I, I I think it's another reason why like with like with so many other things but the fact that it's learning a skill kind of makes it addictive and there's no there's no there's no complete end point and that's what I love about painting. I'm never going to wake up one day and be like, I've nailed it. I'm, I'm done. Like I'm, I can't get any better. There's always little challenges um, ahead of me, um, but they're challenges that I want to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am. Um, I, I love what you said. Um, I, I, if people are interested, I show them the things that I still can't do in my body to show them mm. where it's being and where it is now and where it still has to go um mm. now like i, I start taking pictures of the shape of my legs changing out oh, pure curiosity Now nothing hurts me but now i'm how much can it, what is it actually capable of doing having yes. two feet or uh like two concrete blocks and all the weight was on the outside so now i have two flat flatter um widespread out feet that are now pronated feet when they were heavily, heavily supinated. And so mm. like the, even the tension in my legs has, has all changed the shape of the muscles around my legs have changed. Um, and, and it's now a, a case of just wonder, wonder what I'll do next. And what, what is it actually capable of? And I yeah. I share this with, to people if, if they want to know, um, because I think we all, unless you've lived in a bubble and haven't fallen or broken anything or damaged anything, we've all had something that has impacted our body somehow, which means we all have something to work with. And some of us have more stuff than others. Um, But a lot of those, there's a lot of parts in our history and how things moved that we don't, we're not even aware of until we bump into it. And we kind of need to bump into those things to start to see what's actually happening. And then it starts to get easier and then you can bump into the next thing and it starts to get easier and you keep unwinding it. Um, And I think that's, that's up to ourselves. And and like, for me, this is lifelong journey. Um, I I do it every day. The same as reading, hopefully. Um, And why not?
1: And, and, and really, uh, when, when when you think about it in those terms about the fact that you're going to accumulate those kind of those little adaptations and little quirks along the way. I mean, I was really surprised and really defeated to find myself with this pain that just didn't shift um, that started before I was 30. And I think I'm so happy that I am learning a tool that I can now use lifelong because, you know, no wonder um, when you're el- really elderly that you end up in so much discomfort because, you know, your body's carrying this accumulation. Yeah. Um, and and that's what I think was happening with me. The pain was just getting worse. Something that just was a niggle ended up being something that was really um, getting in the way of being able to to do the things that I needed to do to get through life. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I would I would um I, I've been thinking about asking to do this for a long time. Um and I, I I said to you recently that sometimes um we'll do work and most of the work could be just talking and explaining something. And that helps consolidate part of the information. And sometimes it will actually be less practical because th- yeah. those moments come up where um, the practical element is still needed. It's always needed, but sometimes to consolidate understanding is actually more important so that you can actually move on a step. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And so I, I've seen that in you and how um, at times we've, we've gone to do our calls and mm. you could spend half of it or more discussing something before you would do something yeah. that can actually lead to uh, discovering something uh, down the road.
1: Yeah. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Absolutely. It, 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 you need both strands of that, the intellectual side and then the kind of the physical experience of it. And it's the two together mm. that kind of bring you to to understanding what's what's going on. Um, oh, what was I going to say to you? I think it's evaporated. Oh, well.
0: That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> um, we still have work to do anyway. Um, we do. Tell me, I so I know you're an artist. I've seen your work. Um, of what I've seen, it's amazing. Um, and tell, tell me, tell the people who watch this where they can get your work because I know you have
1: Instagram and so on. Yeah, you should get onto Instagram and follow me on there. So um, my handle on Instagram is at Ella Kilgour. We might be able to put it in the notes or I something, will. can I we? Will. I will. And um, yeah, I love a follow because um, I do make my living this way, which isn't always easy, but um, God, I love it. And I feel lucky to to, to do this for a living. So yeah, that, that would be great. And also um, I'll give, um the details for my website
0: do do and i will pass it on um, that was oh, that awesome thank you so much
1: yeah for, uh, doing so fun it. so fun yeah oh, you couldn't be more welcome <laughs>
0: <laughs> right i'll speak to All you right. soon see you later okay
1: bye see ya
0: thank you so much for listening to trust your body podcast If you found the episode valuable, please share with friends and family and please leave us a review on iTunes. It would be awesome if you could take a screen cap and tag me on Instagram at Anthony Again, thank you so much. And remember, no one knows your body better than you. Trust it.